Mighty Dappled Cities Fly, who I will be seeing on Saturday night at the Annandale Hotel, and so will a lot of people, I think. Uh, Dappled Cities Fly playing there with the null set, being supported ably by Mark Gardner. Well done, Mark. Holding up one end there. Mark used to be the lead singer of Ride, by the way, from Oxford. And uh, Dappled Cities Fly, that is the first single, I think, release from their forthcoming album, coming out in April, and it's called uh, Make You Happy, the name of the album. And that track was called Peach. You're on The Bridge, FBI 94.5, 13 minutes past 8 in the evening here. Uh, in a lovely sort of a freezing cold Sydney <laughs> evening. Anyway, Double Cities Fly there. Zombie Ghost Train now. That'll get the blood pumping on Friday night. Go Go Mummy uh, was the name of the track we heard from their EP Monster Formal Wear. You might have recalled I interviewed them about a month and a half ago. Uh, about that EP and uh, just what they were doing around town. They like putting on sort of special events and stuff. So this this event on Friday night's called Ghoul's Night Out with the follow Bug Girl Zombie Ghost Train themselves and Baby Machine should be fun. And it's at the Metro, so there's lots of space to swing a cat or even two cats. So uh, that's Friday night. And we started off the set and the show with a meme and from their year 2000 album Yum Yum and Miffy we heard Old Geezer. Now, uh, time for a bit of a gig guide, and I did actually get my gig guide music sorted this week. This is Diatonics, a two-piece from around Darlinghurst, around that area, recorded live last year in their bedroom and maybe in the kitchen too. This is called Camel Cafe. And uh, the gig guide is, as usual, brought to you by uh, the very cool Lisa Lepore from her Monday night show, who uh, sort of gives us a, a bit of a rundown of more of the independent sort of gigs going on around town. Sydney-wise, Dream Shifter, as per usual and have been all month, uh, playing tonight at the Excelsior in Surrey Hills. Urban Gorillas. Last week I said Gorillas because I just wasn't concentrating very much like tonight. Uh, Urban Gorillas are playing uh, the 26th being Thursday at the Sandringham Hotel in Newtown. Mm. 
<laughs> Diatonics. Merge are playing on Friday night uh, at the Crest Hotel in Sylvania, and they're playing with Starkey. The Reservations, uh, Toby from Youth Group, Sounds of Sunset, and Ides of Space are playing at the Hopetown Surrey Hills, also on Friday, I suppose. Diatonics. Uh, Euphonic are playing with the Fangs. They're playing with their Fangs and they're playing with someone else's Fangs on Friday, also the 27th, at the Excelsior in Surrey Hills. I've already mentioned the Ghouls Night Out at the Metro on Friday night. Citizen Dog are playing Saturday night at the Batten Ball in Surrey Hills and also on Saturday night at the Bull and Bush in Borkham Hills is Merge. <laughs> and uh, like I mentioned just a moment ago, Dappled City's flyer with the null set, ably supported by Mr. Mark Gardner at the Annandale Hotel on Saturday. And on Sunday, to round out our little independence release and friends gig guide, gladly brought to you by Monday Bridge, we have Overpass playing Sunday night at the Coogee Bay Hotel. Coming up in just a few minutes, I'm going to be speaking to Carla Werner about her debut album, Departure. She's in here. But I'm going to play out this track from the album Shiatsu. This is Diatonics with Camel Cafe, FBI. FBI. Heaven is worth 
First track from Carla Werner's debut album, Departure. And joining us in the studio here at FBI is uh, Carla Werner. Welcome. Thank to you. FBI. Yeah, Thanks it, for having me. Is this your first time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, like into FBI. No, I um, actually, I went into FBI probably about three and a half years ago. Oh, okay. Thank you. Right. And what, what sort of... Um, is that correct? That's, yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. About three and a half years ago, four years ago. Yeah, and uh, yeah, what was the situation then? You were saying, I think, off air, Newtown, above a pub or something. Yeah, I think it was above a pub, I'm not sure, but um, it was, yeah, it was uh, a Newtown and it was a little tiny room and yeah, it was great. They wanted me to come in and, you know, I yeah. thought, yeah, cool, I'll be up to up for coming in again, you know. Yeah. And you guys have uh, seemingly become quite well established. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Moving on up. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it is great. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the future. Well, the present as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Lots of Sydney music. Uh, I can just hear Sydney music all the time now. That's it's great. great. And um, yeah, th- let's talk about departure. I mean, <laughs> this is we can't. I mean, when it comes to Sydney albums, this has got seeds from everywhere. Really, yeah, uh, it's very true. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been a long long process. You know, I, I guess when I started seriously considering myself or not really considering myself because I never really got too good at that but um, I seriously started to think about songwriting when I was 20 and the you know in the first year of songwriting um, I'd unread read its head and and came to me and um, so that was probably oh god you know that was six years ago actually yeah I've been sort of getting into it 21 22 so it was longer than six years ago um, but yeah, you know, it's been a very, very long process and no one can ever sort of sit down with you and tell you exactly how things are going to be as a writer and whether or not you get to actually make your first album, which to me was, uh, was an incredible blessing really. Mm. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, six years in the making of that, of, of this particular album, is that what you're talking about or is it, because I, I gather that. You you were in, in the entertainment scene much earlier than that. Yeah, I was. I mean, um, no, not this, not sort of six years to make this particular album, but um, because you know, at the time when you're starting to really seriously write songs, you're you're not really thinking about what's going to happen on the other end of it. You're just really in the present moment, and you're just really involving yourself in a craft that is a very special craft. You know, and for me, it was very. Um, you know, I was I was very passionate from the get go. Mm. So, um, you know, these songs just sort of you know raise themselves up out of the crap that you've been writing, whether it's good or not, whatever. You know, you have to sort of go through a series of crap before you get to good mm-hmm. stuff. You know, before you actually get to understand the the art of it. And um, and it's a great thing because you're always changing and evolving as a writer. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, if it's a good one and it sticks around and stays in your senses for a while, well, then there's no point in, in sort of, you know, losing it to history. So, yeah, uh, yeah so I decided that I wanted I'd Unread on the album and, um, you know, that was important to me because it almost marked the beginning of a very, very long, long, <laughs> long road. <laughs> you, did you go into this project with, uh, I mean, we can, we're going to... Talk about the whole project as such, yeah, you know, sure. it, it, over this whole most of this album. But did you come into it with a, the full finished written album, or did you uh, over the over the period did you throw out some tracks and bring in some new ones? Yeah, absolutely. It was completely a collective of um, my life, I suppose. You know, um, you know, seeds of my life being thrown back into a pot and just sort of trying to make a garden grow and you know, figuring out which flowers look best together, you know, which are which are the songs. And definitely it was very much that. I was almost lucky in a sense that it did take such a long time to um, produce a record, um, my my debut album. You know, I was kind of lucky in that, in that sense that it did take such a long time because it really taught me a lot about the industry I was involving myself in. And it also taught me a lot about my songwriting and that craft, you know, and, and being able to you know, get better at it for your own sake, you know, for your own idea of where you think you should be or what, what it is you, th- you, you want to be expressing, you know. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, a lot of the songs c- kind of, they came, 
they came came along as as I was sort of progressing through that whole that whole situation. Yeah, we just heard uh, "Heaven Is a Word," and uh, we're going to hear next our "Wanderlust." Oh yeah, yeah, not "Wanderlust," but "Wanderlust." Wanderlust. Yeah, Wanderlust. <laughs> and um, and and uh, after after this track, we might even hear track number three straight after, actually, yeah. which is "Under." Oh, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about the process because it was. A, a you know long and arduous and jumping all over the globe sort of process. Absolutely. Yeah, you're you're on the bridge. Twenty seven minutes past eight here on FBI with uh, Carla Werner. Uh, now I'm starting <laughs> to use the German accent too. Ah, Carla Werner. Um, Werner. Talking to her about her album Departure. FBI. <laughs>
FBI. 50% Australian music, half of that from Sydney.
24 minutes to 9 o'clock, FBI 94.5, The Bridge. That was uh, Carla Werner from her album Departure. And with us in the studio is Carla. Hello. <laughs> Hello again. <laughs> now, uh, we, we've sort of talked a little bit about the foundation of how how long it took to, to just bring the album together without actually mentioning dates and years and stuff mm. so much. But uh, there, there was a lot of footwork involved as well. Mm. Uh, Wanderlust, even. Yeah, yeah. Wanderlust. Yeah. And uh, it, it all began, from what I gather, meeting up with a producer who, yeah, meeting up with a producer and yeah. getting iodine read out. Yeah, that's, well, that was pretty much. I mean, I mean, I'll cut a, long, a very long sort of story short here, but um, I, I started... Um, I started writing, as I said to you, when I was like in my 20s, early 20s, and I went out, came out in Sydney, and I was playing around a lot of clubs and doing a lot of gigs, especially at the Hope Town and BBs and Bondi and those sort of things. So I was doing a lot of that. And, um, yeah, I, I just basically um, I put out an EP, uh, an independent release, and that had like six or seven songs on it, and... Uh, you know, because pe- I wanted people to to have something when they walked away from the gig, mm. and we did a showcase for uh, Sydney-based labels, and they all thought it was really good, but nobody sort of knew what to do with it, which was fine and fair enough. You know, I was almost, you know, I was still developing, you know, my skill as a songwriter, and um, so I I wanted to just you know forge ahead and and go off and do an independent album, and I was really you know dead set against you know. Um, I just I, I had an idea in my head basically we we just wanted to go off and we just wanted to to independently fund it so I could basically do what I wanted to do mm. so that's we sent some demos off to some producers who I just flipped through the back of the CDs of who I really liked the sound of you know and just sent some stuff out there just on a whim really and then John Holbrook got back to us who'd done Natalie, Natalie Merchant's Tiger Lily album and you know he's like yeah sure I'll be into it for sure so we said yeah. hey listen we don't have much of a budget but you know, we want to really start this ball rolling. So off we went to New York, upstate, and um, and yeah, we we started recording. You know, the first of the sessions for departure, which I didn't really realise at the time. I mean, I just thought that I was going there, I was going to record these songs, and that was it. My album was going to be done. I'll come back to Australia, release it, and distribute it. You know, through some some label, and then we'd be we'd be okay. But you know, some somewhere in between that, I got signed to the Engine Room label who also have the vines and they've got holly valance and um they became involved and got on board and introduced me to a producer in los angeles carmen rizzo and um so there you know that was the introduction to the second producer and carmen brought something new to the songs i mean so we end up we ended up just keeping the song we did with john holbert which is i don't read we kept from from our sessions with him but everything else sort of seemed a little bit dated you know okay so carmen rizzo um brought something really fresh and, and really modern but almost too modern for, for what I wanted you know but we worked quite a lot we recorded about 10 12 songs um, you know what's your uh, definition of modern in that respect well it's just that Carmen was sort of Carmen is like predominantly a programmer okay. so he has got his finger on the pulse he knows exactly what's going on at the moment in the world with really cool sounds and stuff you know not just you know uh, pop music or whatever but also world music and and that that of the like so he's really a taste you know he's really into taste and all that sort of stuff he just did Grant Lee Phillips latest album or you know yeah Mm. well a couple of years ago actually now his first solo album out but um 
Yeah, so so I worked with him, and then I did a couple of sessions with Loosh back here in Sydney. And mm-hmm. Loosh is this sort of a budding, aspiring young producer, and obviously he's a drummer and cog. And so I did a couple of tracks with him, and, and sort of in the midst of it, I found myself um, being, um, you know, being... Well, I had to go on, on a series of meetings to London, New York, and, and L.A., and I ended up ambling into the offices of the Columbia Columbia Department, you know, and the A&R guy, apparently I appealed to his senses and he said, yeah, we'd love to uh, give you a deal. So they signed me for the world um, in October of 2001 or December of 2001. And uh, August of 2002, I got to finish my album the way I wanted it, wanted to, uh, with Ken Nelson, who I was listening to parachutes, a lot of parachutes, and I really, uh, I loved, I loved his approach to, um, his organic approach to the sound and just making, you know, building on the songs as they were and just having a really natural, you know, not some sort of synthetic sound around it. He was Mm. very raw and organic. So, yeah, I chose to go off and work with him and um, luckily enough, you know, he really was into what I was doing. So I went out for two months to finish the album with him and so completed that in August 2002. And then by 2003, August 2003, I finally got a release in the States. So it does take a long time, and I mean, no one can ever prepare you for the road that you're on, you know, it just does what it does, you know. Yeah. And so the album we have now here, Departure, mm-hmm. it, it has already been launched worldwide, is that correct? Yeah, it's been, it's been launched in the States, it's been launched in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the UK at this point, but... Um, I would say that, you know, UK will probably jump on the next record that I release up there. But, yeah, I mean, I've had a – I mean, you know, shit. I mean, you know, there's a girl that started out writing songs in a bedroom, you know, and here I am, you know, eight years later and I still have mm. – I've still got a, you know, chance to sort of make it my, my, my living, Absolutely. which is all I'm in it for, really, because I love playing music. It's great to do do anything that you're passionate about and you're trying to make music out, I mean, you know make a little bit of a living for yourself, a bit of security. So yeah. if I can do that, I'd be happy. It must have been disruptive, though, to, you know, go, th- well, not through four producers, <laughs> but, but like yeah. to, you know, com- you know, working between all the different sounds and then trying Ooh. to combine it into one single entity. Yeah. It must have been really difficult. Or did you get one of the producers along the road to sort of smooth out the edges of the others? Or well, actually, did I did all the additional production. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, I'd been with the music the longest, you know, so I knew what, exactly what it was. I knew what sort of an album I wanted to make by the end of it, you know. I was like, yeah, okay, this is definitely sitting sitting here with this vibe. And so I had a huge pad of notes that I wanted to do additional production on by the time I got to Liverpool to complete the album with Ken. I bought four new songs to the album, which he produced, co-produced and I co-produced. And, um, you know, so and I went, I went through the, the older material that we'd done two years earlier, you know, and, and made a lot of changes so, um, so that it all fitted together relatively, yeah. you know, well. So we've done, you know, did the best we could do for, for the circumstances, you know. It was like trying to make it one cohesive body of work, you know, and, and that's not exactly the most easiest thing to do considering you work with totally different musicians in each session with different studios, with different producers in different countries. It certainly was an eye-opener for me and absolutely a valuable experience, but I don't want to... I don't want to go back there again, you know. <laughs> Let's check out the seams then and uh, hear some more <laughs> of the album. Uh, we just heard Under. Under's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Really lush sort of production. Yeah, yeah. Was. We did it at Big Jesus Burger Studios here in Surrey Hills. Let's go, Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Chris Townend. It's a studio, so he's doing really well. 
Excellent. It's great. We're going to hear Love You Out. Uh, which part of the journey was this? Uh, actually, this was when we came back from LA. Um, and we I was almost completed. I'd almost completed my work with, with Carmen Rizzo. So it was just before I, 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 I opted out of that. And we were here and uh, we recorded the uh, the song at 301 Studios. It was the first time I've ever seen my music scored. So it was very thrilling for me to see 11 piece, you know, string sections sitting in the but the big 301 studios there down in um, Alexandria. So nice. it was cool. Excellent. Yeah. This is Love You Out uh, from Carmen Werner, who's with us tonight on the bridge. Carmen FBK. Werner. Is that what I said? Carmen's <laughs> colour. I'm starting to Someone get this man a coffee. It's my lack of sleep. <laughs> 15 minutes to 9pm. You're with someone else on the bridge and Carla Werner and her album, <laughs> Departure, FBI. Sometimes I float myself away My freedom wants to stretch me out I see the moon to its watery grave I love you out I have been colored in and had light inside my Speak my name 
Week at the Uni of New South Wales is one of the largest in the country, with more gigs and entertainment than you can shake a first year at. And you don't have to be a uni student to get in on the action. Running from Tuesday, February 24 to Friday 27, check out Little Birdie, Lazy Susan, Pinyao, George, Transmission and more. Plus, FBI DJs will be there Wednesday and Thursday nights spinning some tunes. So come and feel the FBI love in the flesh. For more info and ticket details, go to oweek, one word, .unsw.edu.au. No togas required. The UNSW Union. Supporters of FBI. i 
It's seven minutes to nine o'clock here, FBI ninety four point five. You're listening to Carla Werner's album Departure, and uh, we'll be speaking to her in just a moment. That track was called Enough. We also heard at the beginning there, Love You Out. This track is called Departure. FBI.
the title track, Departure, from Carla Werner's debut album, Departure. And that track was called Departure. You're on FBI. Yes. And we have acoustic action. It's uh, three minutes to nine o'clock here, 94.5. You're on Sydney, The Bridge, The Album Show. Did I mention Sydney? Sydney, Sydney. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and Carla, I mean, you just got back from New Zealand, which is uh, your home. Yeah. I was born and raised there, um, you know, until I was 15 and then moved to Australia. Yeah. So I've been on tour with the Pretenders down there. Oh, okay. Yeah. How fun. Yeah, it was fantastic because I remember when I was 13 years old, I was listening to Chrissy Hines and, and the guys, you know. Yeah. So it was an amazing treat, yeah. We had a great night last night in Christchurch. Sweet. So you <laughs> literally just got in, well, this morning, last night, this afternoon or something? No, I've been back for a couple of days. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, just, um, you know, catching up on some well needed rest mm. we, we just heard our uh, three tracks actually we heard our uh, departure just then uh enough and love you out mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. and we're about to hear a live rendition of the next track on the album uh which is it's like called mercury. like mercury what can you tell us about this track oh actually it's the only co-write on the album um i was going through a period of co-writing with a few different people um just just to throw myself in and and really see how it felt to co-write you know so um so you know it was interesting but we and we came out with some music and you know i wrote the lyrics and the melody and and some of the music for it as well so it was good but i was really sort of adamant after that whole session was like you know i was happy just doing my own thing it's a bit weird getting in a room with people you don't know and sitting down and going, okay, let's write a song, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit strange to me. Watch me pull my heart out. Yeah, right. First time. Now, um, yeah, like Mercury, this is live. Carla Werner here in the FBI FBI studios. One minute to nine o'clock. Easy way to satisfy this hunger. 
live in the FBI studios. Carla Werner and that track like Mercury. Thank you so much. Welcome. <laughs> it looked I could be another one of your producers the way I tilted the mic down. Hey, you really did. You did well. <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. Oh, Tell thanks. us like I mean, how did you pen that one? Who did you wrong? Who did you write in that one? Who did I wrong? Well, Who did I write? Can, I never an artist never gives away their secrets. <laughs> you um, can use the name of the Wiggles just to protect the, the innocence. I, I you know, I suppose that song I, I I really wrote from a perspective that I was not um I'll come in a bit closer if that's easier for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, it's just just kind of, you know, who am I to sort of give out advice or who am I to, to, to feel strong enough to, to be able to guide somebody else throughout their difficulty when I was having, you know, my own sort of difficulty happening to me. So that's basically what the song is about, you know, and, and just, you know, reflecting on having all the old days, like the old memories and the old great times and things and where things seemingly used to be really easy and relatively breezy and just not like that the older you get. There's so much more intensity almost involved in in, in the later years, you know. So yeah. it's like um, it was pretty much just observing that and coming to terms with that. Do you think uh, getting out a debut album is sort of cleaning out the closet and no. making room damn for the right. new bit? Absolutely, damn right, yeah, absolutely. It's a very cathartic process, you know. It's like you go through this whole gamut of emotions and, you know, there's reasons why you wrote those songs in the first place. And, um, yeah, it absolutely is a real cleaning out of the cupboard, you know, and, and moving on, you know, which is why I wanted to call the album Departure... Um, in the first place was because um, for me it was a real sense of like letting go of a body of work you know and really sort of um, just I think constantly as a person I want to be growing all the time you know as an individual and you know taking into account my environment my emotions the you know creative ebbs and flows you know just everything you know just mm. you know hopefully you're always moving forward yeah, well, it's really well done, and thank you again for playing for us tonight. You're welcome. And everyone out there in uh, Sydney land, five and outing, uh, outer suburbs, Sydney, five minutes past nine p.m. on the bridge, the Sydney Album Show. Let's hear another track from the album now, Crimson and Gold. Ooh, and, that's a goodie. Uh, yeah. I like that one. And um, just to um, remind people, I mean, this is just recently released, released uh, on the 13th of February. Yeah. And uh, not just here, but you can get it uh, pretty much worldwide. Yeah, right? pretty much. I mean, like, yeah, a friend of mine just... Oh, he, actually, yeah, you can. You can get it in the UK as well, although it hasn't really had a formal release, but you can get it up there. Um And, yeah, it's in all good music stores in Sydney. Mm, Crimson and Gold's. From Carla Werner, FBI.
Australian music, half of that from Sydney.
Thursday nights, 10 p.m. FBI. And that's where you are right now, 11 minutes past nine, FBI 94.5. We're listening to the debut album from Carla Werner. It's called Departure. Uh, we just heard, uh, well, the track, sorry, that was Crimson and Gold. Uh, this track is called Even a River, FBI. Even a river runs somewhere home to sea. I'm not inside this space, a priest upstairs to me. I will need saving for myself Could be there to save me When I need weight You could pick me up And put me back down on both feet I'm not a river I tell myself I'm not A river knows just how to be I have been
Uh, 17 minutes past nine here, FBI 94.5. Carla Werner, that track was called Even a River, and that's from her debut album that we've been featuring all night here on the bridge, and it's called Departure. And Carla is in here with us and playing us acoustic music and telling us all about the album. <laughs> telling you tales. Yeah, many tales. Long <laughs> tales. <laughs> yes, long tales. Yeah, so um, what is next? I mean, we've, I know what's next, as in the last track from the album, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> what's next for Carla Werner? Yeah. Mm. I, I, have to, I have to just keep making records, you know, just keep progressing as a writer and doing some interesting things and looking forward to getting into the studio on the next record and, you know, recording for four months with the same crew, same group of musicians. That's going to be great. Um, I'm just playing my live, basically, and just trying to get better at that and I mean you know for me that's where it's at you know as, as the live scene um mm. I've got a few shows coming up in Sydney yeah that you're I've got them got, here you've got them there yeah um you know so yeah and you know I'm probably be getting into um yeah record some new songs soon so it'll okay. be great playing live is, is it just you by yourself no I play with a band um yeah I, I sort of alternate you know depending on the the kind of gig I know there's a gig coming up at the Sandringham on the 12th of March is it the 12th mm-hmm. yeah and um so I'm going to do that with, with another guitarist, you know. But there's, you know, I mean, there's definitely, like, the Annandale, I think. We're going to get the band together and rock out a bit more, yeah. which is a real pleasure for me. You know, it's great to bring some new things to the songs after being with them for so long. Sure. And playing them live uh, kind of gives you that opportunity. So. Mm, how large a band are we talking? Like? I was only four of us. Okay. A guitarist, a bass player, and a drummer, and myself. So. Sounds great. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. We just did a good gig at the Vanguard the other night, and um, that was the showcase evening, so it was great. Nice. Off a treat. Had to get together a band. Um, had two weeks worth of notice to get a band together when I got back from the states because I've been playing over there with the same guys for about a year. Mm-hmm. So when I got back to Australia, you know, they're like, "Oh, we're doing showcase, rah rah rah." You'll have to uh, get a band. So it took me two two weeks to get a good group of musicians together, and away we went. Fantastic. Yeah, well, Australia's got some of the best musicians in the world. You just, you know, and New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, you know, we might be way down here in the South Pacific, but it certainly does not reflect on the kind of um, 
ability we have, you know. Downstream. Some genius down here, so yeah, it's good to utilize local musicians. Yes, absolutely. And uh, gig-wise, um, like you just mentioned, uh, tomorrow night at the Brass Monkey, which is in Cronulla, yep. uh, at 8.30, you're playing, uh, you're supporting. Yeah, right. supporting Missy Higgins. Um, and yeah, I'll be playing that with uh, another guitarist. So is that duo? Yeah, and uh, that's that's the uh, th- there's two weeks after that till the next gig. So make sure you get down to Brass Monkey tomorrow night. See Missy Higgins and tonight's guest Carla Werner, and uh, the next gigs after that March 12 at the Sandringham, March 19 at the Annandale, and March 27th at the Metro supporting Pete Murray. Yeah. Do you do you guys the be- go back? the beautiful Pete Murray? Hmm. I don't know him. <laughs> I've never met him, except that we're label mates. So I'm looking forward to to meeting him. He's done very well for himself, and you know he's he's written some honest, um, beautiful little tunes, and people have really resonated with that. So good on him. Hmm. You know. Okay. I'm so, sorry. I was just trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking about? I, know, I was, I was thinking on. like, oh, it could be like a duo. <laughs> Something release a song duo. You had this romantic vision that just zapped into your mind. I was just thinking of all the sort of duos, sort of things, and you know what was coming into my head. It was David Bowie and Mick Jagger. You could be like, well, they do Harlem Shuffle. (laughs) Oh no, no, I think we have to dancing in the streets. That's exactly right. Have to be something like Endless Love or something, wouldn't it? With Pete Pete Murray. Oh, that'd be fantastic (laughs) to bring the strings. The strings along. Bring the strings. Rock it up. <laughs> We've been listening all night, uh, or this evening, sorry, the bridge program to Departure. Uh, it is out in the stores now. Make sure you go get it. And Carla, thank you so much for coming oh, in tonight. thank you for having me. I've had a great time. Yeah. And, and awesome. you can get a 2D version of Carla on the web as well, uh, com. Yeah. And that's got all the information and uh, that you could possibly want. And also... Um, one thing I've noticed, which is really cool, you, there's a there's even a link to click to iTunes to download. Yeah, the song. that's right. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I they, wonder if that works in Australia. Yeah, I'm not sure actually. I haven't had anybody that's well. I don't know of anyone who's tried it here, but it could. I mean, just get on mm. and try, and if not, then let me know about it. But my last name's W E R N E R. Yeah. And you know, because people have a hard time spelling it, I get Weiner, I get Weiner, I get. Well, I said Werner. You know, Werner. Father. <laughs> it is German. <laughs> we, um, we're going to finish off with, uh, from what I gather, the first track yeah. that you recorded for this album. Yeah, that's exactly right. The, the vintage the of the piece. It's yeah. iodine red and it's off departure. Yeah, and uh, you're listening to FBI The Bridge. Thanks again for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yay. Awesome. And your mates are coming up next. Go FBI. <laughs> yeah, the time here is, uh, well, it's 22 minutes past nine. Still on FBI 94.5. This morning I woke up, felt like a monk, silently observing something celebrate. I've been dreaming.
You're listening to FBI.
employ We come with the positive not to destroy The power of percussion and discussion we employ Transcultural minds stay to be created a timeless place On planet Earth as we surf this sonic sound Way from Borobudur to Uluru we pursue From me to you as we travel through So jump and up and join us now If you want to visit, we'll show you how uh. Dimensions. 